Welcome back. You've got James Chapman and you've got Addison Corbin back again this week. Last week's podcast took off, man. A lot of views, a lot of listens, a lot of downloads. I'm thankful. I'm, I am as well. Um, we did prepare to win. No, plan to win, prepare to win. And you can, and then and only then can you expect to win. And then you win. Yeah, old Zig Ziglar. Yep. So, going into it this week, my man, how's everything been? I saw you yesterday. Uh, it's fantastic. So, I'm going to go ahead and make uh, a book recommendation, which originally came from you, which is Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Fantastic book. Loved it. Yeah. Great, man. It just awesome blew me away i did not expect that see and on the contrary i did expect that Mm. i don't know if you know this little fact about me but i've always looked up to matthew mcconaughey i don't know why probably because he's so cool so suave so awesome well my mindset i guess i just never thought about it i mean i always thought you know hey he's in a lot of movies, you know, he's a great actor, so on and so forth, but I never really put much thought into it until I saw his speech. I believe it was his, his, I believe it was his speech for the Academy Awards where he talked about chasing himself 10 years down the road, and I was like, damn, that is good. I even went back on YouTube and listened to it a couple times, like just to get some inspiration every once in a while. I just I thought that was just such a cool mindset. If If you've heard that and you like that, that is like a tiny nugget of the stuff he brings out in that book. I mean, you know, he shows you confidence. He shows you laughter. He shows you sadness. uh, He shows you humility, you know, how he keeps himself in check. I mean, man, just all around, just great book. I mean, from relationship advice, I mean, just cool. The way he views the world is very cool. Yeah. And I like how he, he was, he was a hundred percent himself the entire his entire life. Like there, there was there was never a point where, I mean, yeah, there was a point where in the, the beginning of his career where he was kind of like, man, I'm trying to be somebody else that I'm not, and mm-hmm. that's when he hit more red lights. Yeah, and when he dove down into himself, figured out who he was and how he did things, it was it was constant green lights after that, and yeah. it, it was just super cool to be able to see that somebody who is successful on a high level in, in a lot of, in a lot of people's views um, has, has been himself the entire way and done it his way. And that's, that, that's what got him there. So just super cool. Uh, Definitely, definitely a good, good book that you may want to listen to Um, because on audible, he does it himself. It's just, it's the way to go for sure. Yeah, he didn't have acid on Audible. I mean, he 
did everything, even the credits at the end, all of it. Yeah. So it was uh, it was one of those books that you I mean you've got to at least listen to once. But my yeah. my biggest thing was listening to him go through it and then him touching on things that you know things that have happened to him when he was younger had you know had a large impact of how he went through his life and it's a lot of things that we don't think about from being young and how those things actually impact us later on in life and it goes back to that that other book that i was reading body keeps the score um, yeah but it's 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 one of those things that you've got to you've got to listen to it on one speed right you can't listen to 1.2 1.5 cuz Matthew talks so fast already that it's just like it's super it's one of those books you just actually have to listen to and i'll probably well, listen to it again i've never done that i always listen to stuff at the regular speed not a chance dude you speed it up oh yeah really oh yeah, yeah i don't do that see well um you naturally kind of get into the hang of like even podcast dude i'll listen to it one and a half speed and it just it, yeah you cut down the time 0.5 but you your brain just starts recognizing that it's normal speed it is so weird and then everybody gets in the car and they're like what the fuck is this it's, it's super cool um i'm gonna go back though i want to jump back yeah. so you were saying uh somebody who's always known himself i disagree I did not take that from the book. I, I found it as a person that would recognize a fact when they weren't themselves. Right. And yeah. then he would adjust fire and say, okay, wait a minute. This is not what drives me. This isn't my passion. This doesn't motivate me. I don't enjoy this. I, I feel like I'm not myself. How do I get back center? Yeah. And then that's what he would focus on and, and bring back. That's what I took from it. Well, right. So that, that, that's what I, that, I think that's what I meant uh, going forward was when he wasn't himself, he would hit red lights. And then when he was himself, he saw more green lights being consistent with that. So, yeah. When he's talking about that, when he was talking about that red car, that little sports car he bought. Yeah. yeah. yeah that that, was, that's that was, that's that one of those things. Like one of the first times where he talks about, you know, going back to who he was. Yeah. You know, but that's good that's, shit, man. It's, it's, it's important for you, for people to listen to something like that because it's not, you know, there was a few books that I recommended this, you know, throughout the year that were a little bit heavy, right? Yeah. And there, there's times in his book where it gets a little bit, it gets a little heavy, but overall it's yeah, but a lighter. You need that. Yes. But it's, it's a little bit lighter to the pet, to the point of like, you know, you see Matthew McConaughey in movies, you see him in commercials, the Lincoln commercials when he became sponsored by them. And it was just mm -hmm. like, dude, all of these things, worked out in this man's life but it was not it was not due to just handouts it was because he was hard work and he was dedicated to what he wanted to do and it yeah. was uh, it was a constant thing throughout his throughout his life up to this point to i'm going to put in the effort i'm going to make sure i'm putting in work and make sure that i'm focusing on the right things and make sure i'm being myself because as long as i do those things People are going to see me and then that's, that's, that's where I am. Like that, that's who I am. And if people see mm -hmm. me for being me, 
let's let's rock and roll so that the next piece on that is i i do plan on having uh mcconaughey on the podcast which i think people would love you would love and i will probably get I would love dude we talked about getting giddy for guests this this would be my guess that i would i would probably get super you wouldn't get starstruck would you no, I don't think I get starstruck. I'm just saying I get a little bit giddy. Hey, so let's go ahead and clarify. We do not have that confirmed. We are we are speaking it into fruition right now. We're doing our best to try to get him. I'll get him. Yeah, awesome. I'll get him. All right, I like it. I like he's the way you talk. To, he's a hard man to get locked up, but I'll get him. <laughs> I'll get him. Addison says if he has a fly to Austin, Texas, and go knock on the man's door, he's going to do it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, write it off um, on the old grinder business account. We don't have yeah. one yet, but <laughs> we'll work on it. Hey, so let's let's. Uh, that kind of makes me want to dive into something there. What um, I always thought it was kind of crazy when people would go through, like they would they would go a hundred percent into something, right, and then they would move on from it. Like I, I mean, I actually think you're. Well, I don't know so much about the moving on from it, but I think you're like that. Like, for example, you just decided one day, hey, I'm going to buy a bow and I'm just going to, I'm going to start trying archery. So you just went and bought a bow. I, I would pull up, like we were going out of town, I pull up and you're sitting out there in the damn driveway with a, with a target block and you're shooting it with your bow. And I, I think that's cool. Like, I think that's, that's important. Like if you find an interest in something instead of just going numb to just staring at Facebook or whatever every night, of nothing just scrolling feeds why are you not doing something you like yeah. why are you not chasing what interests you you know yeah. like i decided i was gonna get into woodworking dude i went all out i set up a whole shop uh i will sit there and read about it like like an old fucking man i mean i got a, i got an article up on my phone right now for me to go back and finish just talking about different joinery and, and woodworking because I find it cool. It's challenging to me. So, you know, but I always found that people that would do that a lot and they would burn out and they would go to the next thing. I always thought that was like kind of ridiculous, but it's not. They're chasing something that interests them. What else are you going to do? Just sit there and just be a fucking blob on the couch watching another movie. Yeah. But that, I think that's the thing, right? So it, I think, you know, we, we go through, this is something that I picked up from Morgan and you both um, was understanding that you have to listen to autobiographies. You have to listen to memoirs. You have to listen to the things that successful people do. Right. And that's something that they do. They, they pursue things that they like in life because you only get this one round. Right. And it's, it's important to say one thing, do that one thing, do it to the best of your ability. Figure out if you like it. And if you don't, yeah, okay. But if you do, nine times out of 10, you've already done the hard work to figure out if you like it, right? You've already started the process. And that's what business yeah. is. That's what life is. That's what, you know, hobbies are, right? You, yeah. you don't know unless you try. And I think yeah. the biggest way to... People, when, when people ask me like, hey, what is the one thing that, that, that you started doing that, that helped you in business? Motherfucker, go find a hobby. Go start doing that hobby. And naturally, people will come and talk to you. It, 
it's yeah. what happens. And then you tie business into what you love because you love doing business or you should, you love doing your hobbies and you combine those two and you meet people inside that little, that little niche that you work in mm-hmm. and, and you love your little hobby. And then naturally you are able to expand your business inside of that hobby naturally versus, Hey, knocking on fucking doors and saying, Hey, this is what I do for a living. Will you buy it? Right. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I, that's, like, that's my biggest advice. Yeah. So just, I don't know why it just popped in my head, but it makes me think about like, um, George W. Bush. One of the coolest things I think about him is the fact that, you know what? He was president of the United States during a definitely a weird time. Right. But, um, it's not the fact that he goes out and hits the campaign trail, giving speeches and stuff. He said he goes back to his ranch and he becomes passionate about painting and he does all this stuff. And like, he paints a lot of, uh, you know, wounded veterans and stuff that he's grown these relationships with and he admires and he'll put it in books and then he'll sell the books and take all the proceeds and donate to charities and stuff for, you know, he's got a charities and stuff. I just find that absolutely fascinating about him. Guy that could just go around giving speeches, making a shitload more money or whatever. He's like, nah, I'm going to go back to my ranch and I'm going to become a painter because I find it fascinating. So he just dove headlong into it. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just, that's cool as shit to me that that's what he does. But you know, to the hobbies, man, you, you gotta have something. I mean, be known for more than just being a great real estate agent or a great agent. You should be, you should be, you should be both, you know, work is not the only thing. I have absolute passion about what I do, not because I sell insurance, right? I have passion because I create opportunity for people in here. And I've literally had meetings in this office just this year where we've gotten teary eyed talking about how somebody's grown and developed and how they went further than they thought they ever would in life. And that gives me, that, that continues to fuel my tank, man. But there's also things that I need to do that, that test me in other ways. And I went to woodworking. I love it. It challenged me. I suck at it. And I've had to grow and learn and learn and learn. And I get a little bit better every time. You know what? And it makes me pay attention to details on things that normally I'm in autopilot on. Yeah. Do you realize how much you're in autopilot throughout the day? So it, it sharpens my skills. And the next thing I know, I'm in here and I pay attention to a little bit of detail a little bit different way. You know? So anyways. It's, it's a huge piece of, of life. Um, people who find themselves in what they do and whether that be a hobby or whether it's business, I think that's, it's massively important to be able to combine the two, period. That's, yeah. that's what I've always said. Uh, if people ask me for any advice, that that's what I go to. If you want to grow your business, grow your hobbies, right? Because if, if, if you do find something that you love, people see passion and they see, they, they see it. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things. Like one of the guys that that we ended up hiring, um, I've I've known him for a while. We've had conversations about him buying houses and stuff. But mm-hmm. he was like, "Man, you were super passionate about real estate," and that was yeah. one of the reasons he came over, and and started working for us because he saw the passion in what I did, and he wanted to be a part of it. That was one of the coolest factors of of 
he just messaged me one night was hey are you hiring by any chance bro i'm hiring especially you because i know for yeah. a fact that you you know we've had this conversation so it's it's one of those things people see people love it when somebody is super passionate about something i think joe rogan talks about it all the time like being able to see somebody that that has passion for anything that's that's what's fucking cool in life is is people that that have a passion in in whatever they do and so it's it's important and i love it uh, i i just i fucking love seeing somebody else that's passionate about something period yeah absolutely man it adds depth to you yeah you know and, I, I, and, and isn't that what life's about is being able to add depth to your character like yeah the, for your own sake yeah not for everybody else for your own sake right yeah that, that's that's what life is man yeah and i mean you if if you're on a you know during covid everybody's upset everybody's going through shit everybody has some their own shit that they're going through and i think it's that was the important time to find something else that you're passionate about like the people who were massively in jujitsu could not train so they had to figure out other shit that they were passionate about that they could do and I, that's i saw a lot of that on like my feeds of like people getting into different fucking things and the people who didn't were just sad. They were just mm-hmm. fucking miserable because they couldn't do what they love to do, right? Which I yeah. get, but dude, this is your opportunity. That just in, that 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 puts a light where darkness is in the sense of like saying, you know, I'm I'm super driven on this one thing, and this is what I love to do, and this is the only thing that I do. Well, you've got to you've got to go deeper into other things. What is it about? you know, jujitsu that you love so much? Is it the puzzle piece? Is it the understanding people? Is it, is it just fucking violence? If it's violence, well, you know, I, I don't know what to do with that, but you, you get what I'm saying. I don't know, man. It's not, I mean, it's the whole reason I joined the military. I mean, I, you know, I kind of wanted to see some, some violence. So you know, there's, some, <laughs> there's some people that it just motivates, you know, there's people who serve for really patriotic reasons. People ask me why, so I was like, I don't like to shoot and blow shit up. I think it's awesome. <laughs> fucking sign me up. See, that's, I'm a fucked I up, love it. But yeah. No, but I love it. Um, you know, to keep in mind though, don't, don't let it take away from what pays the bills. Actually, right. I think it'll motivate you. So like I said, I've, I've got into my thing now is woodworking. I, I love it. I put in my, my AirPods, man. I, I put on a book or a podcast or just music, whatever, just to just zone out for a few and totally focus on that craft. And like I said, it, it makes me more, um, it makes me more, uh, cognizant when I'm here. Cause like I said, I have to re-engage my mind in different ways. It, it makes me sharper here. And it makes me want to get shit done because like, Hey, Saturday, I don't want to get on my laptop and have to clean something up or fix something. Get that shit done today. Don't bullshit to the day and get your stuff done. So when Saturday hits, I'm going to take a little time. I'm going to slip down in there in that, in that workshop, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to work on that skill. So, you know, it's, I challenge you, if you don't have anything, do it. I remember years ago, years ago, Danielle was like miserable. She just had a bad attitude all the time. And I'm not criticizing her. She was just kind of going, I was like, you need a fucking hobby. And at that time, man, I was like, uh, I was either fishing 
or I was like getting out in the woods, hunting, that kind of stuff, you know, just whatever I could do just to get outdoors. And I was like, you need a, you need a fucking hobby, like bad. That's your problem. So something, she's like, you know what? I, I, I want a personal trainer. I want to start working out. And that was it. That's what started it. She took the action. I was just like, you need a fucking hobby. And now that has blossomed into many things. I mean, she, she loves working with first form. She's a, you know, I mean, she's done all these incredible things with them. She's gotten to go up to their headquarters and get in on certain things. I mean, it gave, gave her all this development. She's a personal trainer herself now. Like, she does these powerlifting competitions. All these things came from just the fact of, hey, you don't have a hobby. Get a fucking hobby. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. And so she hired a personal trainer and started working on it and fell in love with it. And fell in love with it, man. And uh, it's really, really cool. And she's developed all these different ways just because she wanted to get a hobby. In the meantime, what was funny is things got so heavy with my career that and all these different acquisitions we did, I mean, back to back and stuff, I got where I had no hobbies. And then guess who turned into the, the fucking miserable, grumpy dude? Because on when I wasn't working, you know what I was doing? I was just sitting there just staring and scrolling through social media feeds like a zombie mm-hmm. and stuff. Had nothing else that, that pushed me. It was just the next day I needed to get up and try to grind it out at the office. I became that person. I got a hobby. Much better. Much, much better. And that's one of the things. It can be, it can be intimidating trying to do something that you're not good at. It can be intimidating to meet new people. For me, I, I realized that when, when I have to do something new, I find myself kind of pulling into my shell, right? Because I may seem like a super, you know, social person, but generally I hate people on, on, on a normal basis that I hate people. Right. Um, and I don't want to be around people. I don't want to go through that thing. And that could be why I feel like social anxiety when I go out and drink. Yeah. Um, and so that, that, that's one of those things, right? But on, on a normal basis, that's how I feel. And it, it, can, it, can, it can impact me on doing new things. Like going to jujitsu was probably the worst experience at first because I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to tie my belt. I didn't, know, I didn't want to wear a fucking gi because I felt like it made me look like an idiot. And all of this was like a perfect storm of... Addison, you're feeling very comfortable in your life right now and your business and you, you're, you're just kind of just living life, right? Yeah. Or going through life. And that was one of the things that I needed at the time was to get super uncomfortable, meet new people and get my ass kicked a little bit. And without that one, I wouldn't have found violence. I wouldn't have found um, learning because jujitsu is literally everything in life. But the whole, the whole process was intimidating and I didn't want to do it, right? And there would be times where I would talk myself out of going to class just because I was like, well, I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. That little bitch voice in your head of, mm-hmm. of you don't want to do something because it's different. 
yeah. than what you normally do. That's the thing that you have to, you have to shut that down and actually try what you want to do. So whether that is archery, whether that's jujitsu, whether that's woodworking, wh- whatever it is, it can be intimidating and it can be expensive. So go into it knowing like with archery, I just went all out. That was, that was point blank. That was it. But with jujitsu, I started out slow. I didn't have a gi. I had to borrow one, right? When I went to the place. And for me, that's one of those things that, that you may want to look into is, you know, find the cheapest way to get into a hobby, try it, see if you like it, and then, then start doing that thing, right? Uh, yeah. Spending that money a little bit more. Mm. But it's important to, to just try things, whether that's yeah. painting. Buy a fucking easel off Amazon and start getting on it. Yeah. Like, these things, there's so much shit out there that, that, that you can do and you might even find that you can make money in it, right? There's certain hobbies where you get sponsored, you get th- this fucking podcast. Yeah. All of this started and now we have thousands of listeners that listen to us on a regular basis that, that actually see things and we may be helping them on a regular basis, right? Or maybe yeah. we get them over that little hump of the week. Yeah. That's if you are able to help people, that's all that fucking matters. If you are able to become a better person, that's all that fucking matters. There's yeah. so much shit in life that, that we do for ourselves. So, you know, if it's painting that you decide you want to do, people see value in painting because it's a release for them. Addition to that, people like to see beautiful artwork, whether it's yeah. beautiful or not. Yeah. And like I said, it doesn't have to be for somebody else. It doesn't have to be for money. Yeah. I will tell you, I sat down because the way my mind works, I was making a couple different things in, in, in my shop and I was like, I can make some money off of this. I even ran out my costs, what I could charge. I asked a couple of people and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't like, this is a, like, this is a safe space for me. Like this is a place where I go and release. I don't want obligations with this, somebody else. I have obligations of my own with this. Yeah. And I said, don't give a shit. What I would much rather do is like a couple of people have complimented some of the stuff I've made. They're on the list, man. I'm going to make them a badass piece, whatever it may be. I'm going to make them something badass. And then I'm just going to give it to them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know what? If somebody else likes it, you can't buy it. You can't, you can't call me and say, Hey, I want to buy this from you. I'm going to tell you no. Cause I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Cause it's going to, it's going to, it's going to muddy what I do with it. You know what I'm saying? I do. So like, it'll be, it'll be a rarity that if I make something for somebody, it's just only going to be because I want to, and it makes me feel good. Not because you're trading money for it. I don't want to do it. I feel like it'll, it'll, it'll take its purity away. Yeah. But you know, and it's that's it's all different levels, right? So figuring yeah. out what you want to do and seeing if it if it's something that you do want to do. Um, yeah. But overall, man, that that's 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 where we're at. I think that's yeah. that, that that was the purpose of the podcast. Is yeah. is it flowed very well? Mm-hmm. Understanding that we went from Matthew McConaughey and what he did, mm-hmm. and his whole thing about acting was like, yeah, I want to act, but you know, if if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'll be an attorney. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? So that that's the whole thing, man. Just find something that you want to do and try it. 
And, and here's one last thing I'll make a point on. Also, what you do with your work, you need to find why you do it. Not because you have to, but like what, what brings you joy out of it? This podcast, uh, what brings me the thought of joy out of this podcast? Now, this isn't my moneymaker by no means. I'd be on poor street if it was. But it, it's the, the thought that somebody gets something that takes a book recommendation and uses it, takes a piece of advice and uses it, saves you a little trouble. There's, there's, there's headaches and heartaches you're going to have to go through, but maybe something said in this podcast, when it is going bad and you're getting your ass kicked, you're like, oh, that was something they said. Let me try that. Or, hey, maybe it just gives you a little motivation when today you're at your breaking point. That's cool. I'm good with that. Whatever you can take from it, take from it. But look for the things. Danielle and I were talking about this last night. So Danielle does her personal training and she works from home. She wants to be very involved in, with Dylan. Like, so she works like part-time and she's, she stays at home. So she works all the time though. I'm not trying to take anything away from her. But part of that is like, she does some of the house duties, right? Like she does the laundry, she does the dishes. And we were talking about that last night. And she was like, I said, well, why do you do it? She said, well, if I don't fucking do it, nobody will. Okay. Fair point. But like, why do you do it? Does it make you feel good? Like you ever think about what makes you feel good about it? What gives you joy about it? Like think of the opportunity. You get to spend more time with your kid. Like, you know, I'm going all day, like, and I get to come home and I don't have to worry about these things. Just like, I like the fact that I go out here and crush it. So you don't have to worry about this shit and you can basically get whatever you want. Like those kind of things, like there's things that drive me because sometimes I come to the office and I'm not feeling this shit. I'm not interested at all. Right. I don't want to deal with a client's billing issue every day or whatever the case may be, or reminding someone who works here for the 27th time, how to do something I've already explained 26 times. Right. Like sometimes I don't want to do that shit, but I do it not because of that, because of the things that I know brings me value out of it. I like providing for my family. I like taking care of stuff. I like providing opportunity for people around me. Remember why you do stuff, even in the most mundane task. Why the hell do I keep my yard cut? Why the hell do I wash my vehicle? I don't want to do that shit, but why am I doing it? Right? Like, think about those things. It's worth it. It's worth the time to, to sit there and figure it out. That's right. Um, so uh, going into it, guys, what I want to say is this. We're going to put a bow on this bad boy. We're going to throw it out there for you to listen to. Number one, James, you were at my office yesterday, and I forgot to give you the orange afterburn mm. Jocko fuel. I got to try that, man. Dude, it is, it's, it is the best one. I've, I've had every single one of them except Tropical Thunder. I don't even need to try Tropical Thunder to understand that this is the best one to have. Mm. Okay. And All right. there's, no, there's no aftertaste. It's literally just good. It's just good. Period. I'll so you tell everybody they need to go order it and use Grind 10 as they a promo code? That's exactly what they need to do. They need to go right. to the link in the description. If you cannot find it, you're welcome to go to uh, Jocko Go or Origin Main or JockoFuel.com. You can also order it on Amazon, but you can't use the Grind 10 code. 
But if you go to their website, put in Grantin at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. That's the nice. way to do it. Number two, uh, it's, there's many different things in there, many different things that, that will uh, make you a better life. Numerous. 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 Mucho. Fuck. Uh, I forgot the Spanish piece of a lot. Yeah. We were just mucho. Like mucho. that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't mucho. know. I'm being ignorant. Um, number two. Or number three. Okay. You've, uh, we've got a lot of things that, that are going on. We're going to try and get Matthew McConaughey on. Sorry. Let me not say try. I will get Matthew McConaughey on this podcast. I may need you guys' help to shoot some tweets out to Matthew McConaughey if possible. That would be absolutely amazing if you guys could do it. Love to have him on the podcast. Love to get a little bit more information. If, if the, the grinder team members here can send Matthew McConaughey a tweet and say, hey, you should be on the grinder podcast, that would be amazing. That would have definitely Here's what I want you to say. Matthew. You're fucking up by not being on the ground podcast. Exactly. I'm telling you, let's go all out. I'm talking multiple tweets a day, if possible. Um, but definitely appreciate it. All the Australian folks out there that we've been dealing with, apparently, that have been hearing us out. I would love for you guys to do the same because he's been to Australia. He's and a fan. He's a fan of the, uh, of the Australians. So... That would be awesome if you guys could do that as well. Uh, overall, appreciate you guys. We're growing, which means the world to me and James. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you. James? Grinder out.